Before we get started, I wanted to say thank you to the generous patrons of the podcast, bringing you today's episode. You can support the show and receive access to bonus episodes at patreon.com slash diapersanddisciples. This is Diapers and Disciples, episode 62. On Diapers and Disciples, we're talking about living out the Great Commission as a mom. I'm Amber O'Hearn, and this is part three of our series on goal setting and intentionality in the new year. Today's chat is with Elaine Miller of Annunciation Designs. We're talking about working from home, formulating a family mission statement, and some tips for moms who have a passion project they want to pursue this year. Thanks for listening in today, friends. Here's my chat with Elaine. Hi, Elaine. Thanks so much for joining me today. No problem. I'm glad to be here. I am really excited to chat with you. So you and I know each other. We're in the same women's group, which is awesome. And um, I, for those who have been listening for, I don't know, the last six months to a year, um, are familiar with Annunciation Designs, and you are the creator behind that. So (laughs) I'm so excited to be talking with you and introducing everyone to to you personally through um, through this chat. So why don't you start us off and tell us a little bit about you and about your work and about your family? Sure. Um, so I'm Elaine Miller, and um, I'd say I'm a Catholic wife and mother first. That's really what comes first for me. Um, I'm in my sixth year of teaching high school math. Um, right now I teach online. I used to teach in a brick and mortar school. And I, as you mentioned, I run a small business called Annunciation Designs. And I do that stuff while staying at home with my two-year-old. That's great. I love that. So tell us a little bit about what your schedule looks like, because I'm imagining um, people are kind of visioning like teaching and also running a small business and also being home with your two-year-old. <laughs> how, do, how does that look for you, your daily kind of schedule? I mean, it's pretty much as chaotic as you would expect. We, yeah. Uh, <laughs> The, the teaching, I, I have one class, so I teach for about an hour and a half uh, in the mornings on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And typically, because he's a two-year-old and likes to run around, typically he'll go to my mom's house and I'll come back to my own house and teach quietly. Um, so that's kind of our Tuesday and Thursday mornings. And then um, most of my business work, um, since so much of running a business really tends to be like computer stuff, um, answering emails or updating products or whatever, um, that stuff tends to happen during nap time or um, I'll get up either before him or go to bed after him. Um, So that really isn't a part of like our daily schedule together so much. Hmm. Um, Some of the physical stuff, like actually packaging orders or um, going through inventory, that stuff a lot of times he'll be around for. And he knows all about when it's time to package orders and grab the labels from the printer and Sweet. You know, all of that stuff. So he helps with that. But the computer stuff, he's just not on board for me working on that while he's awake. So Right. Oh, I love that. That's great. That's fun that he can help with the, the packaging and end of things. Very fun. Yeah, it's really fun for both of us. That's great. Um, so Elaine, what comes to mind when you think about how you personally are living out the Great Commission as a mom? So when I think about the Great Commission, I see myself first and foremost making disciples within my family. So especially, you know, my son and maybe any future kids. My husband and I were both um, raised as Catholics, um, but we've really been able to grow together in our faith in the years since we met. And then, you know, bringing our son into our family, raising our son in the faith, it's been 
just its own kind of world, its own challenge. Um, um, and so that's, I guess, my main place of living out the Great Commission. Um, I'm also really blessed to be able to create items that hopefully inspire Catholic women and their families. So I also see that as part of my call to make disciples um, as kind of a, an in addition to my main vocation. Mm. Yeah, I love that. That's wonderful. Um, so I wanted to ask you about a, a particular book you wrote called um, Fiat Ordo, and I've been blessed to be able to go through it, and it has been really helpful. It's kind of like a 28-day guide, I would say, for kind of establishing some order and um, just routine and kind of um, vision for your family. Um, and uh, the kind of like little subtitle is a guide for faithful moms with busy lives. So I, I'd love to hear what inspired you to write it and maybe a little bit more about what it is. Sure. So um, the idea for Fiat Ordo really started in the middle of a really busy summer when we actually moved across the state twice. We moved away, sold our house, and then moved back to the same area. Um, <laughs> I was, yeah. <laughs> I was, <laughs> crazy. It, it was crazy. And I just really was like just floundering. I was officially a stay-at-home mom for the first time after teaching in a brick-and-mortar school for um, part-time for my son's first year of life. Um, and I just felt like I knew all these things I should be doing but I was just struggling to make it actually happen in my home. And so I had read some books and I'm not going to like personally call anyone out, but like these books either would have a really specific schedule that worked for that one family and their exact kids ages. And that's great, but it wasn't going to work for me and my one kid. Mm -hmm. Um, Or the book was like, okay, let's all just relax and love our family. And I was like, okay, but I also want to run a business and I want to teach and I want to do these things while being a good mother. And I, I kind of started to wonder, is this even possible? Am I doing the right thing? Mm. Um, and so I felt like I knew that working from home, this ability to create and stay involved in my favorite pro- profession of teaching to help with our finances, it was like a dream come true. But day by day, how to care for my son, care for the house and, and do this work. It just wasn't happening for me. Um, and so I started to put together like an action plan for myself of what I could do. I had learned bits and pieces from like articles, books, blogs, just trying things out. Um, I found what worked for us. And so after kind of working on that for about a year, um, I was ready to put together some things in a book that I thought could help other women like me. And also, like I just love structure. So writing it out in a mm-hmm. book honestly helped me as well to see this plan. So <clears throat> Fiat Ordo is this framework that lets you input the things that you need and you want in your life and work and and then work toward setting up a routine to bring those goals to life. So my goal isn't really to talk about what I do on a daily basis in the book, but to allow the reader to evaluate her own life and to figure out how to move forward in setting up the life that they want. So I'd been involved in the Catholic work from home community, like um, Catholic artisans and business women. And I knew that there were so many other women out there, like just doing their best, but feeling like, you know, how am I supposed to do all of this? And so I figured there were other women who could benefit from this structure as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, something I really love about it is it's not tailored to one specific kind of 
mom or like life lifestyle because um you have you have these kind of like prompts and guides but then some space for like journaling to kind of evaluate where you're at personally and your personal uh, goals for you and your family and your work and um you know you know passions projects that you might have or things that you want to do um are it's kind of like tailored to you personally it's not like a one size um you know, you have to fit in this one one box in order to be able to use it. Um, so I appreciated a spe- specifically like the journal portion of it. Um, and I know that there are a lot of like work from home moms uh, that listen to the podcast, or maybe there's even moms that, you know, are working full time, but would be interested in transitioning to um, a work from home life. Um, and, you know, this book kind of helps with the the balance of all that like figuring out you know as you mentioned like the home life the family life what you're working on um I'd love to hear from you personally what some of your joys and challenges have been as as a work from home mom yeah so like I mentioned like working from home was really messy at first um I think, um, and I think I mentioned mentioned this in the book as well. I think God knew that I have this personality where I could, could just ignore everything around me, including my little son, and just like sit down and work. I I honestly think that I could do that. Um, I started my business when my son was a couple months old, um, and I was about to go back to school for the year and teaching some new classes, and and things were just busy. Um, but by the time my son could crawl, he would literally come over and shut my laptop down if I tried <laughs> to work. And it was obviously really frustrating, but it was such a good wake up call for me mm. to learn like, okay, I don't look at screens <laughs> when he's around. Like he literally forced that into me. And I really think that that was something that I had to learn. And I might not have, honestly, if he was just cool with zoning out or whatever. Right. Um, and so honestly, it was... Um, really good for me to learn thing to do things differently. Um, mm. I learned that we could do work that was active. Like I could do some housework or cooking. And even when my son was little, he would be cool with, you know, stirring something with a spoon or, or just watching or whatever. Um, so when he was awake, I would do those kind of tasks that he could be involved in. And I mean, now that I look back on it, I'm like, yeah, that's a way healthier um thing for my son to be doing and seeing than seeing me look at a screen. <laughs> mm. Um and so it really worked out for us. The I mean balancing that has obviously been super challenging. I have to work on it every day, especially in busy seasons of work, but um and then housework in general is always a challenge for me. It's just not something that comes naturally to me. So those are some things that have been challenging. Um on the joy side though, I mean there's just so much joy, I think, for anyone raising kids. Um, teaching is really stressful for me. Um, I constantly want to do my best for each and every student. So for me, making the decision to teach only one class and online has been so good for myself and my family. Um, and so now I can spend a Saturday making memories with my family instead of grading and preparing classwork. And um and I love, I can have a homemade meal on the table each day when my husband gets home. And that just gives us like a nice relaxing evening together. We can just have fun together. 
um, my son just loves learning new things. So seeing him pick up on little facts or pick up on the ABCs or whatever is just, I mean, it's just so much fun and brings so much joy to our lives. And just the, the feeling of contentment and happiness that we, you know, often, not all the time, but often feel has just been, um, such a joy for us. Mm, That's great. I love that. So Elaine, I was wondering if you could do maybe a brief walkthrough of one of the practices in your book. Um, you have, you know, throughout the 28 days, there's, um, different, I don't know if you'd call them like activities or maybe practices is the right word to kind of help you, um, like evaluate and kind of get oriented. Um, is there one in particular that you'd want to maybe share with us and kind of walk us through a little bit? Yeah, sure. So, um, the book is kind of roughly broken into weeks with kind of a different focus each week. Um, and I think one that a lot of readers have really told me that they find, um, really, really interesting when they go through it is the family mission statement. So this was something that I'd actually worked on in my business for a while. I'd done custom family mission statements. And so I'd kind of helped people write them and figure out what they wanted to say and such. And um, I just feel like every family can use a family mission statement. So I've actually had a few people out there kind of push back a little at the idea. So I just kind of want to, I guess, define what I'm talking about with a family mission statement. So a lot of people have heard of a business mission statement. And I think for a lot of businesses, they're just a thing they write and then they move on and they worry about profits. And I think that's why a lot of people have this like bad um, connotation or bad reputation with them. But for a family, a, a mission statement is literally like, what is important to our family? It's this analysis of where are we headed? What should we focus on? So when my husband and I started writing ours, and this was probably a couple years ago now, I honestly had a hard time believing that we'd like never discussed this stuff about our life together. I mean, we'd talked Mm -hmm. about, we dated for a long time. We'd talked about all these questions of how many kids we want to have and how we want to raise them and what we want to do and all these things. But we'd never like just said like, what do we want our family culture to look like? What do we want to focus on each day? So um, I think the very first step to writing a family mission statement that I talk about in the book is just, chat with your husband. What's important to you? What do you see as your focus? What do you see as your goals? Um, And then if there's an aspect of life that is like really forefront for your family. So if you homeschool, if you have a homestead, or if you have a family business, something that really is integrated into your life, I also suggest that you kind of work that into your family mission statement since it's so important to you. Um, So as you define your mission, once you kind of talk chat about what's important. I think some things you can do are look to a particular saint that you might have a devotion to. Um, Look for family values that really define your family, that really set you apart. Um, And then I think if you kind of daydream about how you want your family to interact with each other and to interact with the outside world, um, those things can kind of give you a starting place of, of what is important to your family. Um, I think for a lot of families using an kind of anchoring quote, like a saint quote or from scripture or the catechism can be a way to just kind of center the mission and give it, um, give it kind of a backbone. 
And then the style is totally up to the family. So some families will do bullet points or just a few sentences. Um, mine, I guess, is kind of bullet points. It's I don't actually write it with bullets, but you know, it's just a few little um, fragments of sentences. Um, I've even seen a few that are like mind maps. They just kind of <laughs> have words mm. that are important to them. Yeah. Um, and so the book has some different examples to help you kind of decide on wording and look and such. And so then finally, there's some questions in the book to help you um, determine that like, yes, this is actually the family mission statement we want. Um, one of the, I think, best questions out of those is, for example, would this statement give a stranger a good idea of your family priorities and your family values mm -hmm. and of the things that make your family unique? So I think that can be a good way to just kind of say, yeah, this really helps define us. Mm. Yeah, that's so great. I I love this particular activity. And I was surprised. I don't know if you hear this from other readers, but I um, I was surprised to hear my husband's thoughts because, as you mentioned, I kind of, um, you know, thought that, you know, surely we've like talked about this in some way, or, you know, we're probably on the same page. But then um, when I asked him some of the questions, and as we were kind of walking through it, um, I was kind of surprised <laughs> at his answers and the things that rose as like more important to him um, in our family life, um, compared to, you know, some of the things that I, I thought were of higher, higher value. And um yeah, it, we had always kind of had a few like scripture verses that had kind of continually come up in our marriage and in our family life. And, um, you know, there's some, uh, a particular verse that we like to like pray over our kids at night. And, um, then there's kind of just like a life verse that we've kind of felt like has been present throughout our marriage. Um, and so it was nice to like reiterate those as, you know, wow, these are things that, you know, we've really seen the Lord kind of speak to us through those particular verses. But then to be able to talk about like, oh, what are, you know, what else is important in our like home and family culture? Like is um, hospitality something or um, really like making our home a place of like learning and asking questions and um so it, it was fun. I, I just really enjoyed the activity and was really surprised by it, I, I think, especially in my conversation with uh, with Cameron. So mm -hmm. that was one I especially, especially enjoyed as well. Um, for moms who might have like a passion project they want to do this year or something that they've really been wanting to work on, um, I'm thinking about like maybe particularly moms who maybe would love to be able to open um, a, a small business or a shop or maybe even write a book or they have an idea and they want to be able to um, pursue it this year. Do you have any tips or advice for kind of getting started and, you know, you know, where, where we're at with like the new year and being able to approach a passion project that they'd want to do this year? Yeah. Um, I mean, I think the first thing to realize is um, if you are or are not in a place to begin something right now, like, is there actually space in your schedule you could be using or is there not? Sometimes we're just in survival mode and that's okay mm. for a while. Mm. Um, but um, 
if you think you're not, or maybe you don't need to be in a place of survival, then my advice, um, and I know this would be really hard, but this is my best advice for making something happen that you want to happen, is just to clear out all the distractions for a week. So take a week where you don't watch Netflix at night, or you don't scroll social media during nap, or um, you know whatever things that are just distractions from what you could be getting done. Um, use that time to start on your passion project. Take it, do it for a week. Okay. See if you can handle it for a week. Um, take it slow, build from the things you already have. You know, I started my business. Like I said, I had like a two month old son. I was going back to work. You know, it's not like it was a great time, (laughs) but I felt like, I felt like there was enough time there that I could make it happen. Um, I started my business with like $10. I got a couple cards printed and that was it. Um, and a borrowed computer. I, I put nothing into it to start up. I think it's really freeing to jump into something without having like a huge financial investment mm. that can just kind of like weigh you down and make it more of a chore to like pay that back than just fun creativity for a passion project. So that's kind of my advice. Just find the time in your schedule. You know, it, and again, like I know it's scary to say like, oh, I can never watch TV again or something. <laughs> I, I find time to watch TV. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> um, but just try it for a week and see if you can make it happen. And if you can't, maybe it's not a great time right now. Maybe look at other things you can change or just wait a little bit until it is time. Hmm. Yeah, I really love that. That's great advice. And I think you're right about it just might not be the right time for some people. So just having an honest evaluation of that. And I remember there's a guest I talked to in um, the the first season, Teresa, and something she said really stuck with me um, she was talking about, you know, a passion project of her and her husband's. Um, uh, this is uh, the one who she, they developed um, Animo cards. I'll link to it in the show notes in case people are interested and want to check back. But um, something she said was like, the key is, is this something that the Lord wants you to do right now? Because if, if it's not, if it's not the right timing, then it could actually be detrimental for your family. And I, I like see you echoing that and like, I, I just think that's great to evaluate, is this the right time to be able to pursue this? Is this something that the Lord wants me to pursue right now? And um, if not, then it might just be, we need to look at other things in our life right now and and figure those out first. So yeah, I think as as a, a work from home mom, you're, you're going to be constantly balancing. Like, like there, there are mm-hmm. times that I could have grown my business or done some big thing. And I'm just like, no, I'm sorry. It's not the right time for me right now. You know, I I have these things at home and that's obviously really hard to do, but you just have to kind of be honest about what you're able to handle as a work from home mom. You know, it's, you can't handle everything. Right. Yeah. I love that. I really love that. Um, So Elaine, how have you seen the Lord at work in your life the last year? Um, You know, I, I know you asked your guests this question. And so I was trying to think about, um, you know, about my answer. And honestly, I think the thing that has been the most like life-giving and just clearly the work of the Lord, as you mentioned, is um, the kind of community that um, you, in fact, have had a big part in building over the past Mm -hmm. year. My husband and I, I think we've moved five times in the six years we've been married. um, And we've just struggled so much to find a good local community that we can grow with and learn with. And um, 
with um, our women's study group and with um, teams of Our Lady, which I believe you've mentioned on the um, podcast before. I mean, just our prayers for a local community have just really been answered. And it's just so good to have other young families to be able to grow with. And I just, I appreciate it so much. Yeah, that has been like probably the thing that Cameron and I would both mention as well, because it has been such a blessing in in our lives for sure. Um, yeah, just meeting regularly with other women has been just so life-giving for me and awesome. I've mentioned it before on the podcast. Yeah. And then um, you're right, the Teams of Our Lady group, just having other couples who are kind of maybe like in a similar life stage of, you know, where we're at and being able to share with one another, you know, even though it's like once a month, which might not seem like a lot, um, meeting once a month is a, it's just great to be, (laughs) to be able to have that time to be able to share with one another and receive encouragement. And, um, yes, that's been something that's been big for us as well. So I'm happy you mentioned that. That's great. And then, um, what is your favorite part of your home and why? So I mentioned a couple summers ago, we moved, we had sold our home and then moved back to kind of the same area. So we've been living in this uh, little duplex for longer than we had expected. And it can be really hard for me to see the good in this temporary space that is not what we want long-term. And so the one thing that stands out to me actually isn't part of our actual home, but it's the fact that we can walk to a nice park. So Um, Our last home and probably our future home was more rural. Um, And so walking to a park is this like luxury that's so great to just, um, you know, go out for a walk, take my son to the park and come home tired. It's just been really great. Hmm. I I love that too. We're, uh, our house now is in walking distance um, of a park and well, probably like not now during the winter months, (laughs) it might be a little bit too far, but um, like definitely during the spring and summer. And it's just so nice. Sometimes you also, you also just need a change of pace. Like we have like a little play set in the backyard, which the kids also love, but it's just fun for them sometimes and good for me sometimes to just get out on an adventure and be able to walk somewhere else, you know, and, and, and enjoy a change of pace. So I love that. Um, and what have you been loving recently? I would say I have been loving doing puzzles with my two-year-old. Um, sweet. <laughs> yeah. He has these little tins with like 24 pieces each and we just go to town. We'll make like all 10 of them and put them all over the table. It's so much fun. <laughs> yeah. I, I love that he loves that. It's a, uh, it's fun when you and your child like share both enjoy something like could share like a yeah. pastime together. <laughs> um, we, we really like board games as you know, and, um, uh, Lucy has kind of just started to show an interest in enjoying Aww. games. So we've been like, Cameron especially has been introducing her to some more maybe like complex games. <laughs> and he finds, like we find so much joy in that, especially Cameron and Lucy and their relationship. They've been bonding over that. That's so sweet. So very neat. Um, and then my last question for you, do you have any mom hacks to share or something that's making your life a little easier? Um, yeah, the one thing I feel like I do that's maybe like a quote unquote mom hack, um, and it really helps me is I try to turn housework. I mentioned I'm not great at housework. So I try to turn housework into like, 
I guess, a pseudo me time. So Mm. if it's like time to cook or clean or whatever, if my son is busy playing or sleeping or whatever, I'll put a show on my laptop. Like I said, I get my TV in Um, or I'll put a podcast on and I'll put on wireless headphones and I'll just kind of enjoy myself. You know, my hands are busy doing something else, but my mind is engaged. Um, If my son is up and around, maybe we'll turn on dance music. Um, Just have fun, you know, turn that, that shore time into just some relaxing fun. Mm -hmm. I love that. I think that's great advice. When we started doing, Cameron and I started uh, doing podcast dishes where like whoever was doing dishes would also listen to a podcast. It became so much more enjoyable. And um, I found that with uh, like the laundry too, while I'm like folding or sorting, just having a a podcast on or um, an audio book or something is so nice. Um, cause you're right. It is kind of like a, um, like that me time you're getting a little bit of time for yourself, even though it's like a practical thing that you're <laughs> needing to accomplish anyways. So exactly. yeah, I love that. Well, Elaine, thank you so much for, uh, being on the podcast and for sharing with me. I've, I've enjoyed our chat and, um, I'm so glad you could come on and chat. Yeah. Thanks so much for having me. Uh, Let me go ahead and close this in a prayer. Lord Jesus, thank you so much uh, for this time um, to be with one another and to uh, share with one another. And I pray, Lord, for all the moms listening today that um, in whatever whatever they're doing today, their their tasks, their their work, uh, their time with their kids and their spouse, that that they can find um, just peace and a purpose and, and joy in that. Um, and Lord, for, um, all of us who, um, are feeling tired or that things are a little bit chaotic, that, that we can just start taking steps to, um, establishing some order and, uh, routine in our lives, Lord, and that you would be with us in that. And, uh, Jesus, we love you. And we offer this prayer in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hi friends, I love today's chat with Elaine, and especially the practicals for formulating a family mission statement. If a family mission statement is something you want to work on this week, I loved Elaine's ideas for asking yourself and your spouse what you value as a family, how you want your family to interact with each other and with the outside world, and then having an anchoring quote from a saint or scripture or the catechism to go along with that mission statement. Friends, you can find me online at diapersanddisciples.com and Elaine is at annunciationdesigns.com. You can find her book, Fiat Ordo, on Amazon. And of course, I'll have the links to everything in today's show notes. Until next time, you all are in my prayers. God bless.